0: pandemic pleasantries you wonderful spooky people my name is pissy miles i'm your resident spooky drag queen and my name is sam baxter i'm your resident spooky drag queen's spooky sister and, and this, this is, is my, my spooky, spooky gay, gay family. family
1: is there a delay <laughs> is that what's happening yes okay. <laughs> i have no oh, idea what's man. happening anymore <laughs> Ooh. I'm saying it perfectly in time with you. So,
0: <laughs> And I don't know why I don't know why my end. Uh, all right. Well, for those of you listening, we are very happy to be back on My Spooky Gay Family. We are doing our best to abide by the rules of social distancing. So we are recording remotely. Sam is at her house. I am at my apartment. And we are recording <laughs> two separate tracks that we are going to combine later and we are also talking to each other via Skype. So if things sound weird, if, if the audio sounds different for her track than my track, if there's a weird delay and you're like, why are these people crazy? Why do they sound strange now? It's because we are good citizens who are trying not to kill people
1: and also we're kind of learning how to do this as we go
0: so yeah we have no idea what we're doing this is all very complicated it is not simple uh but we are making the best of it and we're going to do our absolute best for you guys to make sure that you enjoy uh all of these episodes moving forward because who knows how long we will be (laughs) recording like this by the time we get good
1: at this it'll be over
0: I know, but we'll we'll nail it, and then the next day they're going to be like, it's fine, everything's fine. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm feeling fine. Um,
1: I'm sitting here <laughs> in the dark because we had to put like blankets up over the windows and stuff so you guys couldn't hear all my neighbor's lawnmowers, which you may be able to hear anyway. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm sure as hell not mowing my lawn today because <laughs> concerned citizen, maybe, good homeowner, no way.
0: i'm trying to be i'm trying to be a responsible well i'm not an owner i'm a home borrower i'm trying to be a responsible home borrower and i've i've been cleaning i've been cooking i am i I am very domestic (laughs) you're like magenta magenta you're the domestic i'm apparently the only drag queen who knows anything about magenta so (laughs) Poor Patricia Stevens. I, for those of you who have not watched RuPaul's Drag Race yet from this from this week, uh Aiden Zane did Patricia Stevens' first snatch game and it was it was a lot. It was a, it was a lot.
1: <laughs> you know, I still haven't watched a single episode of Drag Race this season.
0: Really? Not one? I haven't
1: watched one. Not even. Why? I just I don't even know. Like 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 it gets to Friday night and I'm like, I don't know, I could do that or I could go to sleep. I'm going to go to sleep.
0: <laughs> you have been strangely uh y- you have been keeping a very strange sleep schedule since this start. Ever since I've ever since I can remember, you have always been a night owl, but these days you go to bed at like 9:30. <laughs>
1: I I just I think my body is just going, okay. the more we sleep, the faster we'll be through this. So, like, let's just sleep 12 to 16 hours a day. I think that's kind of where I'm at. No, not at all.
0: I was sleeping like 12 to 16 hours, a day, actually probably more than that, because I was sick. Literally like the first week of quarantine, I was fucking sick. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this? I finally have a, w- I haven't had a week off in like two years. And now I finally have a, a week off and I'm fucking sick. And I had, I had fevers. I had the cough. I had the chest heaviness. I had uh, fatigue. I didn't have any muscle pain. Which I've heard is a symptom, but I have no idea what I had. But based on the symptoms, I'm assuming that I was uh, a, an incubus for the plague. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what I had, but it, it Do you mean stayed incubator? with me.
1: Because you said incubus, and that's like a that's like a male sex demon. So I think that you maybe
0: been, I, that's what I meant. Oh, okay, never that, mind. That's exact. I'm i I'm a male sex demon. Don't you know? <laughs> You're like Grand Gregory's uh, horny cousin. <laughs> for some reason, I always think that he had horns, and I don't think he did. I think I'm thinking of Darth Maul. <laughs> um, I, I I was. I was sick for like the first two weeks. That's a heads up. That's why you didn't get any episodes for the first two weeks of, of this pandemic. Uh, I was not well, but I'm I'm well now. And I, I actually, yesterday, I sewed myself a face mask.
1: That's that's impressive, honestly. I let Sarah handle that for the household. She did them,
0: and they they look uh, pretty nice. Mine's out. black. Mine is not black. Mine is like a it's like a um like a very country looking plaid. You made a gingham <laughs> face mask for yourself. It's not gingham. It's not no. I I don't know how to describe it. Hold on, hold on, please hold.
1: She's gonna show me this, like you guys can see it. That's what's happening right now.
0: This is... Hold on. This is my face mask. Do you see what I mean? It's like oh, that's, kind of... That's
1: nice. It's it, kind of a... It's kind of a... What the hell is the name of that story? It's it's kind of a crate and barrel face mask.
0: Yeah, it's like a Magnolia Farms face mask. It's like <laughs> country living, but during a plague. <laughs> that's that's what my that's what my face mask is i'll post a photo on the instagram and maybe i'll actually even do it this time because i have all the free time in the world to actually post things (laughs) (laughs) that i will say that has been i have never been more productive than in the last like week
1: see i've been having the opposite problem i feel like i i feel like i just don't want to do anything except like watch netflix and eat
0: I mean, I I have done quite a bit of that myself. I have watched basically the entire series of Thirty Rock, and I'm I just went back to the beginning and started again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm still working my way through Buffy, so I'm I'm moving kind of slowly
0: hmm. through
1: that because it can't be on when Sarah's downstairs because then she gets upset because I'm like three seasons ahead of where the last one she saw was. It gets.
0: Why doesn't she just watch it with you?
1: Well, because she has like actual work to do.
0: She's mm. she's
1: working from home and she has a real job. So she like has actual shit she has to do during the day. <laughs> <laughs> she can't just like veg out on the couch with me.
0: Well, I don't really have an answer for that. But uh, I mean, she can watch Buffy while she's like grading and stuff, can't she?
1: She can. But then she's got to like she, she's a she's a college professor. So she has to like record lectures for her students and she has to. Like... She
0: records lectures. Yeah. That seems complicated.
1: It was the first I'm not
0: very good at recording things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who are on this ship, the pilot does not know what he's doing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I have no idea what I'm doing. Please bustle bustle. Buckle your seatbelt. Ladies and gentlemen, down (laughs) is up, right? (laughs) Which way do I turn? (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. Greenland is south, right? basically i'm like if you got on the plane and then you open the cockpit door and there was just that meme of the dog where it's like leaning on the counter it's like i have no idea what i'm doing it's like the blow-up that- doll from
1: airplane
0: <laughs> basically <laughs> except the blow-up doll was actually good at its job that's the that's the difference between <laughs> like us the, the
1: pool floaty <laughs> steering the plane <laughs>
0: Oh, goodness. It it feels like we have so much to talk about. We're never even going to get to the main episode because we have so much catching up. It's been almost a month since we put out an episode. Isn't that crazy to think? We've been in quarantine for almost a month.
1: Yeah, it's been at least a month since we recorded one. Absolutely,
0: yeah. It's very strange because I'm like... The quarantine has, like, fucked with all of my normalities because it's like... I I tried to paint my face the other day, but it had been like two weeks since I'd painted my face. It took me like an hour you forgot and a half what you looked to do like? I f- I forgot what I was doing. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how to do this anymore. <laughs> and even like setting up to record today, I was like, which buttons do I push? Nothing makes sense. Everything is strange.
1: <laughs> See, and Pissy generally handles the sound engineering. So I'm now doing this for myself now. And I'm so sorry.
0: I'm just... <laughs> I have faith in you, but I'm also terrified.
1: <laughs> that's that's kind of where I'm at, is I have faith in me, but I'm also a realist and I'm shitting my pants a little bit.
0: And Going, that's what no I imagine. I'm right? that, that's what I imagine it would feel like for anyone who got onto the plane I was flying. <laughs> I have faith in you, but I'm terrified.
1: <laughs> it's like, it you seem like a really nice point. guy. I just, you know, I have this weird thing about crashing.
0: I have this weird thing about pilots who don't know what they're doing. It's so it's so strange. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been thinking a lot about airplanes because I tried to watch um, Final Destination the other night. See now, why would you do that to yourself? Because I was bored, and I was like, there th- there are no good horror movies on the streaming services that aren't Shutter. So I've been like trying desperately to find or like. A movie I haven't seen a hundred thousand times. So I was like, well, I've seen Final Destination a few times. Obviously, I know it. But like, I was like, I haven't watched it in a long time. Let me just turn it on. And I watched like the first 10 minutes and you know, I am terrified of flying. And I had a panic attack and I was like, I do not need this right now. And I turned it (laughs) off. (laughs) Because it's terrible. It's horrifying. The first like 10 to 15 minutes of that movie are horrifying.
1: I mean, the whole movie is pretty scary. But yeah, no, the first 10 to 15 minutes are just an exercise in like complete dread
0: yeah and i mean it's like i agree with you like the movie is scary but i would not say it's like the scariest movie i've ever seen but that first like 15 minutes where it like very graphically shows a plane crash is like my worst nightmare so yeah, I was, like, not, i'm done with this not, <laughs> not ideal really. not ideal no maybe i'll try a lesser like a less stressful airplane. I mean, I'll do snakes on a plane, and I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet. I'll meet you halfway. Final destination.
1: <laughs> You're gonna watch Soul Plane. Be like, there, I did it. It's fine.
0: Soul Plane. I've never seen it.
1: I've never seen it either. I just I, I remember very distinctly working at Blockbuster when it came out, <laughs> and watching people rent it. Like looking at me, going, "What's this about?" And me going, "I honestly could not tell you." <laughs> like I. <laughs>
0: I'm if my life unclear. depended on it, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> like, I uh, could read
1: the back of this box, and I don't know that I would come away really truly knowing the mysteries of, of this film. Of Soul Plane? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll try anything once. I will I will absolutely... I'll give Soul Plane a shot.
1: Do, do it up. I, I'm honestly probably going to watch, now that I talked about it a little bit, now I'm probably going to go and watch Airplane again.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I watched... watched that movie um, in forever. I watched Naked Gun the other day. Those movies did not age well. No, they did not. And
1: they get worse with every passing year.
0: I know. It's like every time you watch it, you're like, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, there's (laughs)
1: there's a new thing that this really couldn't do now.
0: Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's hard because on one hand, I think having grown up in the time we did, there's kind of this understanding of like, yeah, I know this is wrong. I know that it's not right, but that doesn't make it not funny. And that's just like not a thing that exists anymore. People don't have that like disconnect switch in their brain <laughs>
1: anymore. <laughs> I, I think it's really it's and we've talked about this before. It's it's about putting films in the context of the time in which they were made. That doesn't mean yeah. you have to enjoy them, and it certainly doesn't mean you have to enjoy the parts of them that have not aged well at all. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, I am generally hesitant to discount an entire film that was made in a time
0: where that was acceptable, just because yeah. today it wouldn't be. And and it's like you said, it doesn't make it, it... It's not that it's right or wrong. I think it's just a way of looking at things that has changed. I, I don't know how to explain it, to, especially to young people, because they've grown up in a world that is so socially conscious and and social media has made things so much more accessible to people and like it's not a bad thing i don't think it's a bad thing for people to be more socially conscious um but if you have a dark sense of humor it's kind of it's kind of complicated to navigate and to explain to people why you find certain things funny do you ever find that
1: yeah i i've had a handful of discussions with people where i've said oh i love that movie and they'll be like why it's terrible it's problematic <laughs> And I have to explain, it's like, well, first of all, the first time I saw it, I was like six. So there's, I know. there's a nostalgia factor. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and second, it's like, yeah, no, that one part is super cringy, but like, this joke is great. Like. <laughs> yeah. Like, and is funny regardless of context, even sometimes. So it's, I I don't know. I, I think it just comes down to, do you throw out the whole, do you throw out the whole bag of apples, so to speak, because there's one bad one. And yes, I know that the full, thing is one bad apple spoils the bunch i do understand that (laughs) i'm i'm using a slightly different metaphor
0: (laughs) well and you know what that's actually a pretty good segue into our main topic today
1: yeah because probably a lot of the movies we're going to say would absolutely
0: fall under problematic
1: yeah there would be a sniff test for most of these
0: (laughs) there would definitely be a sniff test (laughs) and it's at the bottom of a pool um Do you remember that joke? I remember telling that joke all the time in high school. It was like, "How do you kill an idiot? You put a scratch and sniff, a scratch and sniff sticker at the bottom of a pool."
1: Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever actually heard that
0: one before. Never. I no. feel like I I remember that joke very vividly. Um, our topic today, kids, and I'm very excited to be talking about it because it is uh, one of my favorite. Topics when it comes to horror. Our topic today is horror comedies. And this is a very, very far-reaching topic because there's so many different there's like things that are intentionally funny. There are parodies. There are bad movies that are funny because they're bad. Like there are a million things that kind of fall under the context of horror comedy. So we're going to be talking about that today. Be forewarned, we are going to be talking about a lot of specific movies. So if, if we're Kind of bringing up a movie that you have not seen, that or that you would like to see. Yeah, that you would like to see. Be forewarned, we are going to be talking about a lot of them. um That said, I we're gonna jump right in. Yeah, <laughs> let's
1: do it. Fifteen minutes in, we're gonna jump right
0: in. Fifteen minutes in, we're we're just gonna dive in. Why not? Right into the deep end <laughs> to find that sticker. Yep. Um. So why don't we start off? Do you? What are some examples that you have of like a horror comedy?
1: I mean there are there are a ton of examples, but I think like some of the most obvious ones would be like the scary movie franchise, scary Shriek, movie. if you know what I did last Friday the 13th. There's um
0: Behind the Mask. There's
1: Behind the Mask. There's Which is the one Feast of your favorite series is a, definitely a horror comedy Which series. Which one? Um it's called Feast.
0: I don't think I know it.
1: Um it was actually the first one was made as a result of HBO did like a filmmaking contest. I want to say it was something like twelve or fourteen years ago now. Um, and this was isn't the first, that horrifying. Yeah, this was the first movie that got made as a result of that. But um, you
0: know what's really terrifying? Mm-hmm. Fourteen years ago, you were twenty years old.
1: Thank you. And we checked off that box, and we can continue.
0: <laughs> I did it. Yeah, I you got it. you got it, it in. Always before- happens. <laughs>
1: There's an over under on whether or not it'll be thirty minutes in or not.
0: And I know, you, you and you I it got before. it under thirty.
1: You got it, I got under, it. 30.
0: I got it well under thirty. It's the only thing. It's the only
1: thing under thirty on this podcast.
0: But um, um, <laughs> yeah. I it thought is that only... was pretty good. It's
1: fine. It
0: was. Good. Listen, Thanks. I'm not criticizing. Yeah. Stick to your jokes. Thank you. Don't ever apologize for jokes. <laughs> I never do. Um, I do, uh, and I will also say some of the more contemporary uh, horror comedies I've really enjoyed. Like I loved Cooties. Um, I loved Attack of the Killer Donuts. Did you see that one?
1: I didn't see Attack of the Killer Donuts. I still need to oh, see that. Oh, it's so
0: good. But I agree that I,
1: Cooties was was really funny.
0: Cooties is so good. I, I really loved it. It's it stars a lot of really funny people. Um and Mr. I, I love Attack of the Killer Donuts. I can't believe you haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't seen it yet.
0: Oh, it's so good. Uh what are what are some other horror comedies we haven't we haven't talked about what's like, what's a horror movie that is bad and unintentionally funny to you? Oh, um,
1: <laughs> I mean, there's the obvious ones, like every sci-fi original ever made. Like, and I'm not and, and like I, Sharknado. Like, I'm not even just saying Sharknado. There's like Raptor Island and like, <laughs> Oh my God. There's, so there's many one.
0: Bands. There's one that I saw. I can't remember where I saw it. It might've been on Netflix. It was called Velocipastor.
1: Velocipaster is a real movie, yes. Yes,
0: yes. Velocipastor, it is about a pastor who is a Velociraptor.
1: Yes. That is real talk. Somebody greenlit that. So you know Somebody anyone. Somebody
0: said yes. Anyone do it.
1: who says that you can't write a screenplay, don't don't fucking listen to them. Okay. Velocipastor got greenlit. Your your passion project can go too.
0: I know. <laughs> and um there's a part of me that wants to turn it on and be like, okay, so were we all in on the joke when we made this?
1: I mean they they generally are. Um I I most of the sci-fi originals are made by a studio called Asylum.
0: Mm. And
1: Asylum knows perfectly well that they are making just hot, juicy garbage every time they make a film.
0: <laughs> um That's, they, they someone lean described into it. my act that way. Who was <laughs> it? Was it dad? It was dad. <laughs> hot, juicy garbage. <laughs> Uh, yes, I do love the Asylum films. Uh, there was another one. D- have you ever seen Shark Lake?
1: I, I have seen Shark Lake. I've seen Shark Lake. Wow. I, I've seen like every terrible. I've watched like 20 minutes of Ghost Shark.
0: Oh, I had thought about it, but I was like, like I, I can't do this to myself. <laughs> like I
1: watched Beyond When It Ate. Like if you've ever seen the gif of the shark like eating the kid on the slip and slide, that's what that movie's from. <laughs> like it is literally, it is a phantasmic shark that is just popping up wherever the fuck it feels like.
0: That sounds like a Liza Minnelli descriptor, doesn't it?
1: It's phantasmic. <laughs> it's wonderful.
0: I love the word phantasmic because it doesn't sound like it should mean what it means.
1: I'm not actually 100% sure that it is a word, but you know, we'll we'll run with it.
0: Uh, listen, it is now. Uh, th- according to my spooky gay family, we are like Merriam Webster. We are, <laughs> we are donning the title of word upon phantasmic.
1: There you. I'm go. pretty sure Just it case, is. I, I'm pretty sure it is too. But again, like, don't trust me. I'm a writer. Like we make up shit all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if oh my goodness, if I could tell you some of the notes I got on papers in high school, um, I wrote the word. <laughs> I'm. I'll never forget. Um. Oh god, what was her name? Um my freshman high school, my freshman year of high school, I had an English teacher, she was your English teacher. You liked her a lot. Um I, oh god, what was her name? I
1: remember like virtually none of my teachers from high school anymore. I'll be totally honest. Like
0: <laughs> her name it started with an L. Her name changed to Green. She was the one who uh like Yeah,
1: no, I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember.
0: Ludo? Was it Mrs. Maybe. Ludo? Maybe
1: I think it was thinking of something like that.
0: It was something Lotto. It was Mrs. Okay. Lotto, uh, and for all intents, if if she hadn't been married to a man, this woman would have been a lesbian. But she—I
1: <laughs> mean, that's true she, of many women. I think if they didn't and, like men, they would be lesbian. Uh,
0: <laughs> but I'm saying, like, like the haircut, the 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 attitude. I like, mean, she, she, she was, was a very lesbianic. She was a softball coach yeah. and a and field hockey I, coach
1: on top of that. I believe. <laughs>
0: I loved Ms. Lotto. I loved her to death and she liked me, but she used to get frustrated with me because I would do stupid things. Um, And one of the times, I wrote, I used the word analyzation in a paper (laughs) and she was like, literally all she wrote on my paper was, that's not a word.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, she didn't spare the red pen on me
0: either. Oh, she was brutal, but I loved her. I really did love Ms. Lotto. No,
1: she was a good teacher. She just, you know, I was a bad student, so we, we didn't kind of like all you
0: know, of there my was a teachers. Bit
1: of a not, uh, clicking issue there.
0: Yeah, all of my teachers had that issue with me. They liked me as a person, but as a student, I made them crazy because yeah. they were like, "Why are you so dumb? Why, <laughs> why? Why can't you just be as good a student as you are uh, a a jokester or a comedian?" Um. Anyway, horror comedies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, We've given some examples of horror comedies And I actually threw in a few of my favorites I happen to love Cooties I think it's probably one of my very favorite horror comedies I do also love the uh, Scary Movie franchise franchise? (laughs) I just moved to Wisconsin for a minute (laughs) I do love the Scary Movie franchise Although I will say that it's funnier when you're 10 than when you're 30
1: yeah, that's very true. I actually recently watched Scary Movie Two over again because it was on and I was like, Oh, this is this was one of my like favorite movies when I was in high school. And <laughs> now I'm watching it and I'm just going like, okay, this, this is just kinda gross. Like it's not really yeah. that funny.
0: It's like, very base humor.
1: Yeah, but I mean it's it's still funny, like fucking Chris Elliott doing the, the bit with his little hand. With is, his hand. It's still funny. Like, Grab a not, good hand. Yeah. <laughs> Grab a strong hand. No, but like <laughs> But like, yeah no it's it's terrible and it's bad and at one point like they've got that girl bouncing off of the walls because she's having sex with a ghost and it's it's, it's yeah. like i understand why they did that it was yeah, it's, it's clearly it's a, a take joke.
0: on nightmare but like
1: <clears throat> it's actually it's both a take on nightmare and um <clears throat> frick um there's a very famous haunting movie where that happens, and of course a woman now fucks it's a ghost. not coming. Yeah, no, I think it's like the Legend of Hill House or something like that. The Legend of Hell House. But um I don't even know. Yeah, no, where one of the psychics has sex with the ghost, and you you have a moment where you're like, okay, it's not thirteen that ghosts. Really, is it? just fucking happened? No, it's not thirteen ghosts. It's not. It's not either of those. It's the Legend of Hell House.
0: Hmm. I don't but, know if I've ever seen it.
1: It's a good movie. Um, there are like two or three moments where you kind of go, "Okay, that just happened," but like that's that's any haunting movie.
0: <laughs> that's any yeah. horror so, movie. Like, I think.
1: <laughs> where you have that moment of, "Well, okay, that's a thing I just watched," but great, yeah, no, um, but yeah, no. So Gonna she put fucks, that in the old back. She pocket. fucks a ghost. So they did that. So that bit is a combination of of Tina. From Nightmare on Elm Street. Her
0: uh, name? Oh, I (laughs) thought you meant the girl who fucked a ghost was named Tina. I was like, that's oddly appropriate. Yeah, Tina Belcher. No, it's not like like, Tina Belcher. She's like, just because I can't see your
1: butt doesn't mean I don't love it.
0: (laughs) Just because I can't see your butt doesn't mean I can't grab it. Yeah, exactly. Um, What is your favorite horror comedy?
1: I mean, I think when it comes down to it, and and we kind of talked about it a little bit already, but um, Dracula Doesn't Love it. I think, is probably my favorite
0: Mm. one. I I think it'll always be my favorite one. It's funny because I I very rarely think of that one when I think of horror comedies. And I think it's because it, I think of it as like part of the Mel Brooks lexicon. I don't think of it as like just a horror yeah. parody. And so, because he's, he's also like he's not just parodying the movies. He's parodying the literature and the folklore. So it's like not that that doesn't make it a horror parody i just it never comes to mind when i think of horror parodies
1: you know i don't think it makes it into i think especially because it's it is a mel brooks movie and mel brooks is basically his own genre so
0: yeah (laughs) yeah so like it feels like it
1: doesn't belong with the rest of them but yeah no um i count it as a horror parody and i just i i think it's one of the cleverest that are out there in terms of parodies not necessarily comedies in general, but parodies definitely. I think it's one of the cleverest ones. But yeah, no, definitely. Like especially the the scene where Van Helsing is doing the autopsy and like he's making the medical students pass out <laughs> around him. Like, like those are all those are all just good fun gags. That, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, and I that think we're- if we're going by that, I think Young Frankenstein falls into the category of horror parody yeah, as no, well.
1: Absolutely. Even though I, I mean, Fra, Fra Blucher is still the best part of that movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some warm milk.
1: Perhaps. Perhaps, yeah. <laughs> he was All my boyfriend. <laughs> yep. Which then got a musical number on Broadway and is the like the best part of that show.
0: I know. Well, like, Andrea Martin sang it, which makes it... Even better. A thousand times better. Yeah. But then I think the other best part of the show was Megan Mullally playing... Well, uh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, playing Elizabeth because she... <laughs> Megan Mullally really should just be like the the new Madeline Kahn
1: I think she is the new Madeline Kahn I think the problem is, is we don't have a new Mel Brooks
0: I know maybe that's, we still maybe have the that's old one what I though. should start to, I know like, God, not <laughs> thank God thank goodness um, maybe, that's, maybe that should be the new trajectory of my career maybe I should just take over where Mel Brooks left off
1: <laughs> I mean good luck to you
0: <laughs> you're like i will not watch any of those
1: movies. no i would totally watch them
0: um so now that we've kind of named a few horror parodies and movies and horror comedies uh sorry i'm like i'm dying today i don't know why i'm like choking <laughs> uh i i would love to talk a little bit about because it's kind of like what we were just talking about where it's like some movies you think of as just comedy. Like it's like I was saying, you think of you you think of Dracula Dead and Loving It, and it's like, oh, that that's just a comedy. I don't think of it as uh like, like a horror comedy. Why what makes something a horror comedy?
1: I think pretty much anything that is taking sort of something that should be scary and is intentionally twisting it to make it funny counts.
0: But do you think that there are horror movies that are just funny?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, Oh crap. Uh, Slither. Slither is a good example of that. Like Slither Mm. is, is a legitimately scary movie in places, but also can also has its funny moments.
0: Yeah. It definitely toes a line
1: um feast is very much the same way i know i mentioned it before but it's it's meant to be frightening like it's not meant to be 100 percent funny but then Hmm. they pepper in funny moments
0: i think ginger snaps ginger snaps is
1: a perfect example is
0: a good example of that as well which i just watched the other day and i'm so glad that i did i haven't i hadn't watched it in a long time so i was like i I turned it on because it's on shutter (laughs) uh uh I also think, oh God, I just had another one And oh, Oh, here's one that really toes a line for me. And I don't know whether I consider it a horror movie or a horror comedy because it really is like, it's like tight roping. Right. Is Teeth. Teeth is, Teeth
1: is like its own special brand of movie. I, I don't even know what to call Teeth. <laughs> like, Teeth is like, it's partially a revenge movie. It's... It's a revenge movie. It's a it's a comedy. It's a horror movie. Like I have. It's to, a
0: family movie. it's yeah, it a holiday like, <laughs> movie.
1: <laughs> I mean exactly what you want to watch on Christmas Eve. Um, for those of you who have not seen Teeth, um, I'm only going to say the words "vagina dentata" and leave it at that.
0: <laughs> Vagina. Dental. And
1: if you don't know what that is, have fun googling it. <laughs> um, <laughs> like if you can't figure out what that means, but um, I know. yeah, no, it's it's its own special brand of fucked up it's kind of like i i think of it as kind of like a john waters-esque
0: horror movie (laughs) it really is it's like if john waters had done a horror movie it really truly is and it's 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 like i said it it toes the line so carefully it's like one minute you're laughing the next minute you're like oh god the next minute you're like a little bit afraid the next minute it is like a revenge movie it's like you don't it's it's so many things
1: i have to admit i was never scared during the film I would imagine that it's, it's, pro- it's probably it's <laughs> probably a different experience watching it as a man that it is I as mean a woman.
0: I wouldn't say that that's what's like I I know I, I have no fear of that but it's just like I think it's it's more the tension of it because she gets into some very crazy situations that are like it she really like grazes sexual assault and yeah, that's kind went. of how that. that's kind of how the uh, the discovery of vagina dentati, <laughs> dentati. <laughs> she has a hot toddy yeah. and then she bites penises with her vagina um, vagina dentata comes about I feel like I'm in Ace Ventura when I say that dentata <laughs> dentata <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so I think that movie definitely toes a line. Um, Another really great horror comedy that, again, is not one that I necessarily think of when I think of of horror comedy, but is definitely a horror comedy. What?
1: that, That are just weird and by virtue of the weirdness sort of become funny.
0: It's not even that. Like, this is definitely intentionally a funny movie is Krampus.
1: Oh, yeah. No, Krampus is totally funny. Trick or Treat is, too. There's definitely funny moments. Of a trick or Treat is a horror...
0: Yeah, Trick or Treat definitely has horror comedy elements. Although, I think...
1: I trick think the or Little treat- Red Riding Hood payoff is hilarious, personally.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is very good. Although, I will say that Trick or Treat... Trick or Treat is probably the best horror comedy because it actually scares me.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. I think I don't necessarily expect to be scared in a horror comedy, which I think it's not that I don't want to be, but it's it's one of those things that I don't hold that bar up for it a lot of the time when I'm watching something that I think is funny. Is yeah. I don't expect it to scare me. I
0: don't I don't I don't expect a horror comedy to scare me, but that's kind of why I like Trick or Treat so much, is that it really does such a great job of actually doing both. Is like, it really, it would easily fit into the horror genre. It would easily fit into the comedy genre. It does both. That movie is just so perfect. It's so well done. <laughs> We're I are going to have
1: a Michael Doherty love test again.
0: I know. I really, <laughs> I just love it so much. It's one of those movies, it kind of feels to me the way um, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark feels. Did you see that movie? I
1: did see it and I actually thought that they did a they did a pretty good job. I wasn't I wasn't um I have to admit like I didn't have like a really high bar for it. Like I wasn't I didn't either. expecting a lot. Yeah. But um no, I I especially liked sort of the little nods to the book.
0: Yeah. And I don't again, I I don't think it was a particularly scary movie, but, I don't but know, the, it was...
1: The Jangly Man was kind of creepy. Like, I'm not going The not Jangly lie. Man was
0: creepy, and the Where's My Toe part was creepy. Yeah, that wasn't, um that wasn't good. But those were, like, really the only two parts that, like, scared, scared me. Everything else was like, oh, this is creepy. And that was, that was fine. I, I wasn't expecting more than that. But the thing I like about it, and it's one of the things I like about Trick or Treat, too, is that both of those movies do such a good job of capturing the the feeling of Halloween and like the feeling of the fall that is like that kind of like cool like this the the I'm I'm trying to talk
1: aesthetic and a feeling that
0: yeah I'm trying to talk about it using terms that aren't like pagan but it's like it's that it's like that pagan idea of like kind of the cycle of the world where like mm-hmm. now this now the world is quote unquote dying where it's like everything is cooling and becoming chilled and and kind of everything is dying like the tr- the leaves are dying the plants are dying and then they will be reborn again in the in the spring but it's like it captures the essence of that very well and trick-or-treat does that too yeah no
1: they they, they both kind of I I want to say that the word is spooky, like I I yeah, mean, we use it a spooky. lot. It's 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 not. I feel are like... horror comedies, so it's yeah. spooky. I feel <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like a lot of people kind of consider spooky to be kind of like the wussy version of scary, but like I think it's I, th- I think it's kind of its own separate feeling, and I think that trick or treat and scary stories to tell in the dark both accomplish it.
0: I think that's a really good way of putting it because I do think that that's what it is. It's like spooky is spooky is not necessarily scary. It's just like... It's this kind of like gut feeling of like... Ooh, something's like chilled or not right. Like it's it's chilling. And that's kind of what it is.
1: Tingly, something's not quite right feeling.
0: Yeah. And that's what I love so much about those movies. And again, it's like... Trick or Treat, I think, is like the most advanced version of horror comedy. Because it really achieves a high bar of comedy it achieves a high bar of horror and the visuals are so striking the tone is so striking the lighting the cinematography like everything works so well it really captures the essence of what people who love halloween fall in love with and that is something that michael doherty has said is that it's like this was a love letter to Halloween, and, and not that I want to get yeah into a, a full blown discussion about <laughs> trick or treat again, but
1: especially since that, we are still going to do an episode about trick or treat.
0: I know before. one day we uh, we just have to do it because it, it it honestly is one of my favorite movies of well, all it time.
1: Might be on the schedule for October. It might or might oh.
0: not. Oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, we're going to do it in the season that it encapsul- encapsulates perfectly.
0: I know. But, um, I think. I think it should be. A, 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 what day is October first? October. F- <laughs> what does she say in Mean Girls? It's October fifth. So, it, it's some I, I, I think like it's that. October sixth. Is the October is
1: six, is, is technically Mean Girls Day? Mm.
0: Uh, can I tell you? October first is a Thursday. <laughs> oh boy. Now you all know what to expect on October. Mark your calendars. (laughs) Um, so horror comedies. (laughs) How many times can we do that in one episode?
1: Over and over again.
0: Horror comedy. Yeah. We have to. It's ours now. Um, I think horror comedy almost the term horror comedy feels like it should be an oxymoron it's very um like if something is scary it's not supposed to make you laugh because comedy is so lighthearted and horror is so dark why do you think they go together so well
1: because I think and I've heard this said a couple different ways but I think this is the way I like the best is that horror and comedy are the same setup with a different punchline hmm it's
0: who said that (laughs)
1: um one of my creative writing professors i believe in in records but um no the idea is that like if you take the start of a joke and you take it to the point just before the funny if you turn it just a little bit to the left you can make it really really scary they come from the same places it's the same situations
0: well it kind of stems from because people have asked me when you're when you're a comedian people ask you all the time they're like well what is like what makes something funny why is something funny and i i don't know why people are so interested in that but after thinking about it a lot my the answer i usually give is that like comedy is surprise yeah. like it's when you're expecting something and something else happens it's like oh i was not expecting that and it's funny and i think horror is kind of in the same vein where it's like you're you're being i mean ho- comedy is surprise horror is shock yeah. i think <laughs> so there's there's i think they they fit a lot they they go down a lot of the same avenues they just take a different car
1: yeah no it's a it's a similar feeling it's just a different emotion <laughs> it's like like when you think about it like when you laugh versus when you when you have kind of a momentary like like when you get startled like the the physical sensation is not actually all that different
0: yeah they're both a bit cathartic
1: yeah and it's not <clears throat> it's just the emotion behind it that's different so when you take something and you mix the two of them together you're getting kind of double that sensation, and you're kind of confusing your body a little bit because your 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 body is saying they're going. I'm not sure whether I'm supposed to scream or laugh.
0: <laughs> and sometimes you do both. And sometimes you do both. <laughs> like, but it, honestly, it's kind of funny because that does happen. Like, I <laughs> I remember going to see The Conjuring Two with Robert and Daniel of Grizzly mm-hmm. Kiki, um, which uh, is a uh, Unfortunately, no longer in production, but it was... Uh, th- Robert and Daniel are two of our, our best friends there. Uh, they they used to produce a podcast called Grizzly Kiki. And um, <laughs> we went to... S- David and I went to see The Conjuring 2 with them. And s- I don't remember which scare it was, but one Daniel does not cope well <laughs> with, ha- with scares. <laughs> I'm
1: willing to bet I can guess which
0: <clears throat> one it is. And it was like... It was like the Homer Simpson screen <laughs> in the middle of the movie theater. But it's like, Daniel will do that, but then he will immediately start laughing. Because it's like, the, the shock is over, and now it's like, oh, I realize what I've done, and, and there's comedy in it. It's like, that's kind of the beauty of horror, is that like it shocks you, but then you have this... And it's like the moment of fear, that like flight or fight moment, and then you kind of have this, like, moment of clarity. And in that moment of clarity, either you are in real danger and you react to it, or you realize how funny that your reaction was. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And even with stuff that isn't supposed to be funny. Like, I mean, like, when you think about, like, slasher movies... Like, I've been stuck on the couch for the last three weeks, and <laughs> Shudder ever so graciously put out their Halfway to Halloween collection, so I have watched every Friday the 13th up through 8. <laughs> and, like, these movies aren't supposed to be funny. No. Like, granted, some of the sequels lean into it a little bit, but even, like, the first three... You mean
0: Jason X leaned into I, it I w- a little I bit?
1: would say the first three <laughs> are taking themselves pretty much seriously. And there are moments <laughs> in those movies where, like something very serious is happening someone is about to die and i'm laughing my ass off and it's not just because i've seen it this is the hundredth time i'm watching it like it's because it gives you this weird license to make light of something that should be very serious and it's this this momentary like it's happening to someone else i know it's fake i can laugh at the fact that i know she's about to trip and like total face plant into this tree (laughs)
0: <laughs> or when she does a swan dive into a boulder yeah <laughs> Annie or
1: when or just knowing perfectly well that like this actress is going to deliver this line in like the absolute worst possible way like
0: just <laughs> Sydney yeah come here <laughs>
1: Oh, it like, always comes back
0: to deb what is that actress i real really name? don't know i i'm gonna find out so we like, can honor her the way she deserves she, she
1: deserves a statuette at this point I mean, it's like <laughs> her and the guy from jaws
0: but i know but, but no like
1: who the hell doesn't laugh when like sydney prescott donkey kicks ghost face
0: like nobody that's
1: a very tense moment but like of course you're gonna fucking laugh it's hilarious he just got like he just got kicked in the face and it's funny as hell <laughs> There's this again that fine line between like this person is fighting for their life, but it's also kind of veering into slapstick on occasion. So like yeah. how do you not laugh?
0: Her name is Lynn McCrae. We're sorry. <laughs> and she she has starred in Scream, Scream Two, Scream Three, Milk, um, and, a few, other, and a few other and a few other yeah, and a few other B movies, and that's and that's Lynn McRae.
1: Well, we're sorry, Ms. McRae. <laughs> we, we we apologize. Someday we'll let it go. That day is not today.
0: I don't know that I am. That's I five. don't know that I am. Sorry, I I love and appreciate her, but I'm still going to laugh at what she did. <laughs> <laughs> this is your life now, Lynn. I, I feel to like
1: it. we're gonna have to like rewatch these movies and find like one line that she delivered really well. To do, like, like, a compliment sandwich thing. Like you know, some kind uh, of she,
0: of like, some we're going to have to a
1: Lynn Cray appreciation episode or something like that.
0: Some of the line readings she did as, like, Roman, when Roman is, like, the ghost Maureen, yeah. when she's like, everyone you love, Sid, dies. Yeah. Like, not bad. Fine line reading. Yeah. It's, just, it's just that it's one just line, that one. really. That, but I'll, it's like not even the line. It's like also what she's doing at the window is just yeah, strange.
1: No, it's, it's strange.
0: She looks like Jenna Maroney on Thirty Rock when she <laughs> when she takes the speed yes. and sh- and and she keeps like clawing at the windows. <laughs> she's like, no, this feels natural, and they're like, oh god, Lynn, <laughs> stop it, Lynn McRae. Uh, I. I love horror comedies quite a bit. I, it combines two of my favorite things. But I also like when horror movies use comedy because it's like I said, there is kind of a fine line between a horror comedy and a horror movie that has humor. And, I, you know, I'm there's a lot of examples of it, but it, it is kind of like, like Jaws has humor in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... Even even a more contemporary movie like It or It Too uses comedy. Um, and in some or cases, to. even effectively, yeah. it uses it. Yeah. <laughs> like the Bill Hader moment with the dog. Like an yeah, effective no, moment. Is it, it, it was funny. And I think that we've kind of had this discussion before where, we, you know, you said, and I, I agree with you, that comedy is kind of necessary in almost any horror movie because... You can't have a movie that is totally suspenseful.
1: Yeah, no, you can't have like a hundred and twenty minutes of absolute like pants shitting terror. Like, you, like you can't do it. You have yeah. to have something to break the tension in between, and it can't just be a scare every time. And
0: and I I think the yeah. best example of that is the Strangers. And and let me say I I really enjoy the Strangers. I think it's a great horror movie. But I have found myself like I'll I'll be I'll be you know going through my, my streaming services and I'll see The Strangers and I will actually be like, no, I can't watch this right now because it's like, it it is a very heavy movie yeah. and there's nothing that like breaks the tension. So I, I think that comedy is kind of necessary for horror.
1: No, it is necessary. And it also, it gives, it actually enhances the scary in some places because the other thing it does is it, it puts the audience at ease you kind of have a minute where you feel okay, particularly if you do a joke that's immediately followed by a scare. Yeah. Like, comedy can be used to make your movie a lot scarier.
0: Yeah. <laughs> because then movie. the audience isn't expecting it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're you're kind of knocking people off their guard and then, you know, for for lack of a better word, you're fainting and then punching. <laughs> so, it's...
0: You're fainting and then punching. Fainting.
1: F- I'm just, F-E-I-N-T-I-N-T. I
0: know. It was just funny because I just imagined some paramedic coming up and being like, my God, <laughs> get the oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's – I it's listen, okay. I appreciate you. – you're so apologetic today. I am. Today.
1: I am apologetic today. I Why are
0: you so apologetic?
1: I think some of it is because it is absolutely sweltering – in the room that i'm in right now <laughs> like I i've would got tell blankets you to open up on the, window. the windows like i've i've got the heat is not on but it is warm out today mm. and and
0: you don't have like central air
1: no and i'm on the second floor so this is this is god i hope we don't have to do this in july is all i'm saying
0: i know i know i'm getting like i uh, 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 it's... <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Uh, I'm having a moment because we turned our air conditioning off. We've been we've been trying to save money any way we could. We live on a, a high floor in our apartment building. So even during the winter, we keep our air conditioning on because it gets sweltering if we turn the heat on. And we've been turning off the air and opening the windows. And it's actually been really nice because it's been kind of cool out. It's been in like the low 60s. So we've been getting some fresh air in the apartment and it's been nice and we've had the windows open but obviously when we're recording i have to close the windows so like slowly over the course of this recording i've just been like oh it's getting a little warm in here yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna leave the windows open i was like I, it's i was like it's so nice out i have to leave the windows open and then and then we live like right along we live right next to uh a, a, we live right next to a grocery store and like right on a main street. So there's always like people driving and screaming and honking and yelling and the breaking things and and doing all kinds of crying outside our apartment. So I have to close the windows occasionally. <laughs> I was going to leave them open, but then I was like, I don't want to have to ask Sam if she can hear all the noise outside and be like, can you hear the lambs? <laughs> can you hear the lambs, Clarice? Uh Anyway, horror comedy is one of my favorite genres of of horror and one of my favorite genres in comedy, and one of my favorite subgenres in comedy. Um and we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but do you personally like a horror parody better or or I should say a horror comedy better or a horror movie that just happens to be funny?
1: I think it depends on sort of the subgenre. I think when it comes to things like hauntings, I prefer it to be just a straight up parody because I don't necessarily want I don't necessarily a want haunting. a hilarious haunting movie. Yeah. But um no like a like a monster movie like no, just make the movie funny. Like honestly, yeah. it's it's fine. You don't need to do a parody cuz all monster movies are inherently funny.
0: Like Cloverfield.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like one of the least funny movies ever.
1: <laughs> I don't know. They tried. Like, like there's there's a handful of moments that are funny,
0: but that, there's that, a couple. There's a couple that definitely try. I don't know if I actually you know, think t- that TJ Miller
1: was doing his best. Like, it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought it was JJ J. Abrams. Well, no, TJ Miller is it?
1: the guy who plays the the cameraman.
0: Huh? Oh yeah. Oh, he was. The, oh, he, he was no supposed idea.
1: to be the funny one, and like some of them. Some of it is funny, some of it is unintentionally funny, like the noise that the parasites make. I think I don't even is, is know. it's been so long since it I've sounds seen like i I don't even know how to describe this noise. It sounds like Donald Duck playing <laughs> hungry, hungry hippos. like I don't even know how to describe the noise that these things make,
0: <laughs> and we're gonna play it for you right now.
1: I really i I wish I had it queued up. I would play it it's it's. <laughs> It's bizarre, but I remember like the first time I watched the movie, it scared the pants off me because it happens in the dark subway tunnel. And then the second time I watched it, I had to pause the movie because I was laughing so hard.
0: <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna inter, I'm gonna inject it right here. Hold on, let's take okay. a listen. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, did you guys hear that? Yeah, that is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, well, good news and bad news. We've come to the end of the episode. Oh. But before we go, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you wrote a little hypothetical here. Uh, we don't have a game because uh, we were lazy, but we do have a hypothetical.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a game, except it's more academic. I guess I know
0: (laughs) Um, and your hypothetical was if you were going to write a horror parody which movies would you choose to make fun of
1: should I go first or should you go first
0: you go first I'll I'll give you a chance
1: I think I personally again and I think I feel like I say this every time is that my favorite subgenre is haunting movies so I feel like I would want to do a haunting parody if nothing else, like nobody's done the conjuring and insidious and like all of the more recent sort of Blumhouse production ones. Mm. Like I would really love to see a horror parody of those get made.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that's I'm gonna I'm gonna sit right there and say, I wanna do the conjuring. The conjuring is insidious and I wanna <laughs> I wanna smash them together and make it funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the conjuring. I'm trying to think of what the title of the conjuring would be if it was a horror parody. The happening.
1: <laughs> well, that is a horror comedy, but that's uh, that it's title's already a horror taken. parody. <laughs> um
0: I don't know. If I was going to do a parody, I think I would do either Halloween mm-hmm. and a beca- because because I think m- there's a lot of comedy in Michael that has not been explored. I think Leslie Vernon came close. Yeah, no, he but he best. was really he was doing more of a Jason thing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, or I would do a parody of Nightmare.
1: See, I think a Nightmare parody would be really interesting because, and I feel almost, I feel almost like we may have offended the horror gods by not mentioning it. Nightmare is funny already.
0: I know, but that's why I think it deserves a a parody. Is because like, I think that there's a there's a few different ways you could go with this. You could make Freddie a bumbling idiot. You could make him Herbert from Family Guy. Oh God! Or (laughs) you could just make him like, um, what what's that what's that actor's name? Uh, the one who hosted Family Feud louis louis armstrong uh, no not louis armstrong i don't know
1: (laughs) louis uh anderson
0: anderson louis anderson and make him just like this kind of like soft-spoken like dad joke making slasher i think that would be funny
1: (laughs) see i wonder if it would be just as good to just kind of make the victims even dumber Because I feel like Freddie plays really well off of, like, sort of, we'll say, the straight man protagonist. But I feel like if you make the protagonist goofy, it could get interesting.
0: I mean, everyone would be goofy. It's a horror comedy. But Freddie would have to be, like, just a bumbling fool. Like (laughs) a a straight-up moron. Grade-A idiot. Like, that is what he would have to be to make it work. Um... Well, I think, I think that's a good start. I'll start working on the scripts. There you go. Um, we go into production next week. <laughs> <laughs> as, as most horror comedies do. <laughs> it's claymation. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for us kids. I hope you enjoyed this, uh, this pandemic episode of my spooky gay family. We hope that you're all staying safe and practicing social distancing. Please, please, please. If you can stay home, uh, Thank you to everyone who is an essential worker, who is out there helping us all take care of ourselves. If you, everyone should be washing your hands using hand sanitizer if you can get your hands on it. And please stay safe and healthy. So until next time, stay spoopy and remember. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Alon, and this episode contains clips from Dracula Dead and Loving It, distributed by Sony Pictures 1995. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Dool Productions.